With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hey everyone, my name is Danilo Petrovic. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Janis Kuda. I'm Evgeny Domskoy. I'm Henry Laksan. I'm Peter Turepko, and, and you are listening to the Game to Love podcast. Here we are again, JG, another Game to Love podcast. And uh, yeah, we've had some pretty crazy results over the past few days. Have you been keeping all right? Have you been keeping up with all the tennis? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I've been watching here and there. You know what it's like. We're trying to fit in work, watching tennis and everything else. But um, the only good side about being at home all the time is there's not really much else to do. So I've been watching the tennis. Uh, obviously, we've seen... All the rounds now, up until I think we've got a few semi-finals going on right now in Del Rey. Yeah, uh, it looks like ones have just been postponed or interrupted for due to the rain. Yeah. So hopefully that doesn't cause too much of an effect for obviously the final tomorrow. Um, but yeah, we're going to be covering all of the finals, doing the live watch-alongs. Well, not all of them. I think we're going to have to choose between either Antela or the WTA one in the morning, and then we'll yeah. be definitely doing the Del Rey one, which is later on, about I think it's like eight PM UK time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they've pretty uh, screwed us with the uh, timings on these, haven't they? But uh, what can you do? Mate, it's a complete nightmare because we've got one right in the morning and then one right at night. So we've oh. got the whole day of just like, what are we going to do? I know. Well, when I woke up this morning, I think Goffin and uh, Dimonor were already just at the end of the second set. So going to have to set the alarm a little bit earlier tomorrow morning and then uh, we'll have to be up uh see which one we're going to be covering maybe covering the uh exciting women's one yeah uh, i reckon the women's i think the, the wta one's going to be quite exciting obviously sabalenka is into the final she's yeah. beating some top players to get there as well uh yeah. we'll go into that in a minute just give a shout out to some of the people in the chat uh obviously thomas rocks here how we doing <laughs> mate uh, <laughs> jackie calling us the love lads uh, <laughs> Hope like mean we're in love but no just the game to love yeah that'll do <laughs> Uh, uh, Nat is here as well. Hello, everyone. I'm back catching a live show. Welcome back, Nat. 
Mm. And Mary as well, going for the WTA. Yeah, we're going to do the WTA. I think it was 50-50, but I don't know. I think the WTA for me, is, I think that's going to be quite an exciting match. Yeah, I mean, for me, uh, yeah. And I think that the matchup, uh, the way that tournament's gone, to be honest, I think has been a lot more exciting. Uh, I've watched some of the Antilla one as much as I can, and the matches haven't come to life quite in the way that I would have really hoped. Yeah. And we've seen a lot of subpar performances over yeah. there. Like uh, we may as well get into speaking about obviously Berrettini, our favorite for the tournament. He got knocked out by a uh, public in somewhat. Uh, it wasn't really the best fashion, was it? I was a bit disappointed with him. I, wa- I watched this match and I just thought that Berrettini just that sluggish didn't really yeah. look like himself. Wasn't really, wasn't really quick around the call. And- well, he just he f- sort of followed on from last year. It was a bit like that. However, he did, I don't know, I thought he was playing okay up until this point. I'm not sure what, what's going wrong for him at the moment. I can't put my finger on it. I would, you'd expect him to be winning that match. Um, but obviously, yeah. he lost in stroke sets. Yeah, Bublik, who we should give him some credit as well because he is actually a very, very good player. Yeah. He has a lot of variety in his game and he is very, very powerful as well. And mm. it didn't look like that. Berrettini could hang in the powerful rallies with uh, Bublik. Bublik was seemed to be winning a lot of them. And yeah. in the second set, it just sort of fell apart. And he was hitting the bottom of the net with a few of the shots. He looked visibly frustrated, Berrettini, or somewhat like lackadaisical, like he wasn't really that bothered. So, I don't know. It's just what it came across like watching it's his like, I know what you mean. Like He's a big-time player now, isn't he? Yeah. He's an ATP 250. Is he a bit like... I'm a bit beyond this. I don't think that's a good attitude to have. He's still a young player. Um, he's won some events, but I still think you need to respect every event in its entirety. Um, that's maybe a bit harsh saying that. It could be that a case he's still carrying a bit of an injury from last year. <laughs> I just don't want to rip yeah. into him too much. So let's just see how it goes. It's the first tournament of the year. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt on this one. And let's give all the praise to Bublik because then he followed it up with another impressive yeah. win against Sardi. Yeah, uh, the informed that he was the informed man in uh, 2019. Yeah, I mean uh, he was indeed. I mean you see the score there, which was it was a, it was a close match. But uh, I thought I had this one on earlier, and I was I was watching the uh, the match, and it was six four. Obviously the first set, and I thought he was going to cruise it because he was up in the break in the second, and he looked like he was going through, and then he got this sort of injury. I'm not sure what it, what he had a medical timeout. I think it was whilst he was a break-up. And then yeah. Chardy just came back into the match, managed to take that uh, second Listen, set. watch out for Chardy. I think he's going to be... It's weird for him. 2019, yeah, he was so good. I remember we went on that storming run. He'd come close in against some of the really top players. I, I, I think even Djokovic, he, he didn't beat, but he come very close to beating. And he was getting to some finals and playing really well. 2020, he thought, uh, pandemic, I'll take that year off. I can't really be bothered for that. 2021, it seems like he's back again. And Chardy... He could be one well, to watch this year. Well, you never know. There was part of me that was thinking towards the end of that match uh, today, starting to look a little bit tired. Maybe the legs were sort of, uh, maybe the age is getting to him a little bit, but never rule him out. I'm seeing Mary Sky saying, am I planning on changing my background <laughs> anytime soon? There you go. Change it a little bit, boy. <laughs> no, no I, know, I know what they mean. It's creating everyone to be a bit uh, disorientated. I know it's a little bit too much. It's a little bit. Uh, it's a. It was good. I was hoping we'd both have the same ones, but then you didn't have the background for the past like two, did you? So yeah. uh, 
never mind. No, nah, it's a bit too much for me, Ben. I need to go for something a bit more simple. I've got a nice tennis court. It sort of blends in with the blue in the other background. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure if the fans are liking it too much. A bit more like <laughs> Tiger Print or something, this one. Isn't it? I don't know what's going on with it. But uh, yeah, I'll get back to some actual like nicer tennis backgrounds again. I was trying to kind of keep it all uh, matching for you guys with the backgrounds that have been created. I was trying to create a few of my own. But uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> get straying away from uh, the tennis. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the well, we had a great match there. Obviously, Bublik went through. Uh, Chardy, tough luck, but hopefully he'll come again strong in the next tournament. But we go down to the other side. Yeah, quickly, Ben, just before we talk on to the other side, that's saying it's insane that Struff st- uh, still doesn't have a title. Yeah. This was a good chance for Struff, do you not think? He had a yeah. walkover. He got through the first round. I forget who he beat now. It wasn't someone, it wasn't a well-beer. Um, who was it? He beat uh, he beat Kotov, a yeah. qualifier. Um, yeah, like I say, you'd expect him to be able to beat that. He then got quite fortunate with a walkover. Yeah. Then he's playing a Shardy who's getting on now. Obviously, with 2020, had a terrible year. He looks like he's playing really good now. Um, but it's still like it seems to be the final sort of hurdle he's struggling to get across. Um, <laughs> he kind of reminds me round. a bit of Carolina Priskova on the on the on the women's tour. Yeah, he's he's got third round syndrome. I think this is the, he's so used to going out in the third round to Djokovic, and it's just whoever he comes up against. Now he's come up against Shardy, and that third round, he's gone again. So hopefully he can get into a past the third round at some point this year. We don't want to be seeing that. We don't want to be seeing that. Uh, him just that can't be his career. Just missed the third round. Well, he's a good player. He's a brilliant player. Early stages. Really good. Gets, gets to the deep end of a tournament, and he just I don't know. Forgets how to play tennis. It seems, but I think that's harsh. Maybe. Uh, I don't think he's too old. I think he's got some time to sort of grow with experience and I think he has the potential to win a title. So, yeah, let's just see what happens. I'll let you move down now. But while you do that, uh, Nikita there in the comments saying, talk about WTA, we will be talking about that. We're going to start off with Antela. We'll then do the WTA stuff and then Delray Beach, obviously, for the evening session. And uh, we'll also be doing the live watch-along of the final if you want to join us for that. Uh, it's a uh, for us in the UK. It's eight AM UK time. Uh, just check where, where, whatever time where you're watching is going to be. But uh, it'd be great if as many of you can join us for that. So we're not here sipping our cups of teas early in the morning. Just me and Ben. I might crack <laughs> open a beer just to get the uh, energy oh, going. You can't have a beer at eight AM. I, I might do, mate. I might do. It's, it's, it's always twelve o'clock somewhere. Don't just remember. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So uh, yeah, so if we go down to the other half of the draw, uh, this was one that we were sort of speaking about yeah. last time. Basilashvili had won his first two games in a very long time. Didn't actually start too bad against Dimonor, and I actually thought he was playing quite well in the first set. But Dimonor's just like level above these days, I think. And you saw the unforced errors start coming from Basilashvili, and as soon as that started, he just had to get the one break. As soon yeah. as the break, I just thought there's just no way back into the set for him. And same yeah. in the second set. So there you go. Dimonor went through. Yeah, your man Travaglia. Well, this ah. is actually my bracket, isn't it? So I did all right on the bottom uh, side. There's a bit this of green, to be this fair. Isn't your, this isn't your Oh, this one. is not my one. This, this is your is one, isn't it? This is who's leading the uh, bracket. Oh, I was going to say. I think mine's the same, though, for the bottom, right? Is it not? Oh, uh, no, maybe I had Bruce Devore. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought it was a bit too good to be true. So uh, Travaglia, yeah. So Travaglia obviously went out to Goffan. And uh, yeah, Goffan. Six three six two, very impressive. That's what we expect from him, though. Should should have gone through that. Yeah, then... another man who's back, mate. Goffin, twenty twenty, was looking very bad. 
more so post-pandemic, so like March onwards, but the first few months he seemed okay. Uh, it really did, did affect him a lot more than other players. However, this year, it was quite reassuring to see that he was playing some good tennis. Obviously, beating Travaglia, that's no no easy feat. Um, and he's been playing quite well from what I've seen. But I, I don't know, I feel like I agree with a lot of people in the comments, actually. And that is uh, something a bit surprising. And they're yeah. saying about how uh, the women's has probably been the most exciting thing. I think Mary oh. here summed it up, saying the men's been a bit disappointing, except Corda. We'll get on to that afterwards. The yeah. women are firing. I, I actually agree. I think the men have started a bit slowly in both tournaments. Uh, specifically, Antela, to be honest. I think all the players I seem to be, I'm not sure whether it's the conditions, the surface, um, what's going on there. It just seems like every player seems a bit slow. Um I'd so it's not, the greatest, it's not the greatest. It's not been the greatest spectacle, as per se. I'll give the credit to the people in the chat, to be honest, because they were all uh, singing Alex de Menor's praises and saying how he was going to win the tournament. He looks like the best player in the tournament. I'm not going to lie. He took out Goffan earlier today, where even yeah. in the face of adversity in the second set, came through strong in the third. Really, really a good performance, and now he's set up with a. A final against a well, Bublik, who you'd expect him to beat, really. I mean, well, should we give our, fir- our final preview now? So, obviously, the finalist is going to be Alex Dimonor versus Bublik. Yeah, um, it's very interesting to see what happens. I think personally, I'll give my take on it. I don't think it's going to be as straightforward as what you're saying it will. I think it will go to the three sets, to be honest. Um, I think Bublik could take the first. He could come out quite strong to start off with and then fade away and Alex Timonor grows into the match. Uh, for me, I think Bublik is his, is his serve. He's got a very good serve and he's been serving well this whole tournament. I'm not yeah. sure what his first serve percentages have been throughout the tournament, but they must be quite high because he's playing well for me. Um, so I think it's going to be a tough battle, but I think Alex Timonor does have too much quality and I would like to see him play. I'd much prefer uh, watching ADM than, say, uh, a Bublik-type player. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I just love watching ADM on the court. I love how quick he is around the court. Uh, and just he brings that youthful exuberance to tennis that uh, we need on the scene right now. There's a lot of, obviously, people with aches, pains, that type of thing. He doesn't seem to show any signs of it. He just uh, shows the signs of a, a like a person who's going to keep rising through the ranks. He's obviously still only, was he still 21, I believe? Yeah. So just the sky's the limit. Hopefully he's going to be the one of these players that takes advantage of uh, all of these other players, maybe starting slowly. Uh, something yeah. interesting, obviously, from today uh, with Bublik and Chardy was uh, his serve going well with 15 aces, Bublik, but he did serve 11 double faults, which okay. uh, sort yeah. of negates the whole ace, uh, ace count, really. Well, but, on the topic of his serve, the big one is, are we going to see an underarm serve for the final? I reckon he's going to he's saving a few. He's got a few in the tank. But I think against an ADM-type player, probably the worst thing to do. Yeah, well, he, he's the, well, I don't think he does it against the rapid people so much. I noticed okay. he does it against the people who are a bit more sluggish around the court with some of the bigger guys. Yeah, I think it would be tough to catch Alex de Menor out. He's got pretty good... Uh, 100-metre sprint time, I'm sure. So, yeah, talking uh, about Bublik, Matt, they're saying, uh, has Bublik actually won a title yet? No, he hasn't, as far as I know. I don't think he has won a title. No, I don't um, believe so. He, you'd expect him, like, again, a bit like a Struff-type player. He's got all the game to, so we'll see what, what this year come uh, has in store. This probably was a good opportunity, obviously, in the semi-final. Um, 
well, sorry, no, this is a good opportunity in a final now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, well, Publix only had uh, success on the Challenger Tour. He has six Challenger titles to his name. Uh, last one back in April 2019. So, yeah, yet to win a title since then. Yeah, and that's saying there also that he's got to two finals previously. So he has been in two finals in 2019. Um, this is another one in 2021, yeah. right at the start. Let's see how he gets on against, um, obviously, an incredible young player, Alex de Menor. I'm going to go with Alex de Menor in three. What about yourself? I'm going to go Alex de Menor in two. Uh, I think, well, the players that uh, he's lost to in previous finals, though, John Isner and uh, Carolina Buster, that was uh, obviously in 2019. Uh, yeah, I mean, both of them were quite close matches, though. He got to all the way, like a three-set match with Carolina Buster. That's really like, impressive, really, and two tie breaks in that match. So I think this one, he's going to fancy his chances, I'm sure. This is uh, it's up for the taking. His first match, and anyone's to take it, really, I think. Yeah. I think he, he's got to fancy himself for He beat Berrettini. Come on, have that in the back of your mind. You've not beat, I mean, might not be the best Berrettini, but you still beat Berrettini. Okay. So keep that as your confidence going forwards, I would. And Chardy as well. He's not bad. Come on, he's not, not no schmuck, is he? So, yeah, I think... Uh, should we have a look through the actual leaderboard? Yeah, of, uh, why not? Let's do that. This is actually the the person who's leading the bracket at the moment. So I just jumped into a bunch. Yeah, let us know if it's you because I know some people have uh, different code names on the on the draw challenge to make it even more difficult for us. So let yeah. us know if it is is you and you're in the chat right now. But currently, is it working? Uh, well, I'll go back to this one. So you go. Oh, I'll zoom in a little bit for there you. There we go. So currently we have Bunk Hoot says number one. We've got Gabriele number... Oh, also, we've got three people joint number one. Yeah. Bunk Hoots, Gabriele, and Mikey Matter. We've got Jax there just in the wow. silver position. Well, it's actually fourth, isn't it? To be yeah. Fair. <laughs> <It's> no, <laughs> no, no, trying no to medal. make you up a bit too much. No medal for you. Harry Carrillo's there. Kyle, uh, a bit of Danny Tennis. I don't even want to keep going. Where am I? God, <laughs> there's Melez. No, Melez. Almino. There oh, I am. JG, what's that for? There's not been a stellar performance for myself, that's for sure. Been a tough one to pick, though. I'm surprised. Well, well done to the people who actually made uh, those great selections that they have done to be up there because this hasn't been an easy one to pick. Only ADM, really. That's been the one that's sort of the dead cert to get to the final. That's what we both had, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, my brackets, exactly. my, my brackets defaulted and null and void. So <laughs> let's not go into that. Uh, Mate, I'm not even giving you a null and void. I'm giving you an L. You get a straight loss for it. So sad about it, to be honest. Not a good way. Not a good start to the year. So out of the yeah. top three, let's see who they've got to win. Is it who's got the best chance of actually winning tomorrow? Yeah, let's have a quick look at that. Because so, we've yeah. also made a little Google Sheets. Uh, wasn't that professionally done because I did it myself and it will have the GTL fan of every tournament. So we're going to be tracking the winner of every single tournament on both the ATP and WTA side. We'll also be tracking who wins out of me and Ben on each one. So it's a uh, fun little thing. And we will be <laughs> announcing the winner at the end of the season to win a prize. Uh, we've not worked out what the prize is going to be, but we're going to do a nice, good prize for the winner. So it's in your best interest as well as possible in these brackets. Yeah, for sure. So we got so the first one we have is Alex Dimonor. Yeah, That's for Bunkhoots. Gabriella got oh, out of it. Completely so no, out. Yeah, no chance, unfortunately, for 
Gabriel there, and then we've got Mikey Matter. I'll be surprised if no one's got um, Bublik there. Yeah, well, we've got a Bublik Dimonor final there, which is that's so impressive to even yeah. pick that. To be Dimonor, yeah, fair play on that one. And then Jax, let's have a look what Jax has got. What have you got? And Jax saying, Dimonor. who are these leading three clowns? <laughs> 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 yeah, and we got Dimonor there from Jax. So Jax, unfortunately, you're not going to be yeah. able to win it. But so it's going to be out of what was the two names? Sorry, it's going to be out of Mikey Matter and Bunk. Uh, uh, I think and Bunk, who they can only draw level by the looks of it. That's the only uh, the level at the moment. So I guess it will go down to the yeah down to the predictor and stuff. So anyway, we'll see. Oh, there's good luck to whoever they are. If they're in the chat right now, if they're watching the video late, good luck. Uh, we will be announcing the winner, obviously, afterwards, and we'll be updating our our spreadsheet. Yeah. And I can confirm that I won out of me and Ben because <laughs> he got defaulted. So this is this one done. <laughs> not having that. It's just terrible, isn't it? I'm just not happy. Uh, On yes. to the women. Yes. Let's uh, move over to WTA. I'll have to... Because uh, we're having a lot of questions about the, the women. So find the formula there saying, do you give... Kudumatava a chance feels like she has she has to serve impeccably to have a chance you'd have to agree for me the real informed lady is Sabalenka she is the one to be obviously winning two tournaments in a row prior I think her winning streaks what 12 matches now she's not dropped many sets in them 12 matches um, and she's just playing phenomenal tennis so powerful and no one can match her for power right now um, but I'm jumping the gun a bit. We'll give our verdict on that in a minute. Let's go through some of the earlier matches. I think Ben's got it up there. Yeah, sorry. I'm just going. I'm going to go through the person who's top of the leaderboard. We've got Big Al and uh, his big green bracket, a lot of it. Nice. So, <laughs> yeah, so we'll go through Big Al's and just see what's been going on. Obviously, uh, we were talking about Ken and Sakari on the last one. And, uh, well, I've made a bit of a blooper. And, Kenin uh, lost to Sakari. Sakari was looking so good this tournament. Uh, she's been that uh, sort of transformation from last year. Yeah. Which she's sort of been carrying that form on. She looked really good against uh, Kenin and uh, well justified of her place in the semi-final. But yeah. She was up against uh, uh, none other than uh, Arena Sabalenka. And uh, what, what can you say about Sabalenka right now? I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of running out of things to say. So them two, they've played each other like three times, I believe, recently. All in, um, what's the place where they are now? Well, in Dubai. <laughs> yeah, but that, that sort of, in Abu, that Abu area? Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. What's the terminology for it? I forget the word. It doesn't oh. matter. But basically that, that, that scope of the world in the all Middle over East? there, the Middle East. Okay. Yeah. So she's played three <laughs> times recently. Uh, two of which in 2020. And it's no shock really in saying that Sabalenka's won on all three occasions and also quite convincingly. So it just shows the stock, what Sabalenka's been playing at. It is yeah. truly incredible. And she just looks so, so good. Um, and I just feel like I'm a complete idiot. I'll be honest. Like, how can you not have Sabalenka going all the way in the final in this tournament, <laughs> if not potentially winning it? I feel like that was just a no-brainer. I tried to be a bit too out there an alternative to avoid that combination because it just doesn't ring true thinking about it right now. Well, uh, I, for me, I had her as my winner of the tournament yeah. uh, simply because of her form from the back end of last year and the fact the way that she dispatched uh, Azarenka 
to win the tournament. I'm not sure which one it was, but Estrava, I believe. Yeah, and yeah. she won in the final there after being beaten by her convincingly. And in Mazarenka as well, yeah. Yeah, she was beaten by her convincingly in the US Open. She totally turned the tables on. And now she looks like an absolute world beater. The, the power that she was showing against uh, Maria Sakari. And this is Sakari is a powerful player as well. And she took it and doubled it and sent it back. And her serve was so many uh, aces she was firing down. She's looking unstoppable at the moment, Sabalenka. And uh, I think yeah. it's going to be a real tough day at the office for Kudamentova in the final. That's my, my personal opinion. I I can't see uh, Sabalenka losing. Yeah, no, I agree, mate, completely. I just, I don't see her losing this. Um Let's talk about the other side because I feel like we've got to give that justice as well. There was two players you probably wouldn't have anticipated to be in the semi-finals on the other side. Um, and they Kost- were, have you got it there? I can't see. Kost- Kudamatava Kost- and Kostiuk. Both yeah. players, if you're being entirely honest, I'd be surprised if anyone had that semi-final combination. If not not both of them, I'm talking about either of them. Uh, yeah. I think Brady was the big one. You had Pliska for there. Obviously, Donovecic. There's a lot of seeds here who went out Italy, early doors. Contavitz, Vitalina as well. Uh, I think Mertens was supposed to be down there as well. I know she dropped out prior. But to have them two doing and playing so well, I think it's just a credit to them both. And um, yeah. watching the men's, you can really see that the level in the women's right now is, it seems to be a lot higher at the beginning of the season. And some of these matches have been phenomenal. I would like to give a special shout-out to that Kostuk lady. Yeah. I know you were speaking her up earlier on in the in the tournament. And I, was, I wasn't really too sure who she was. I know, I think I'd seen a few clips here and there, but you was quite keen on the fact that she's a really good player and I completely vow for it because this tournament, for me, she has been a breath of uh, fresh air in it. Yeah, I mean, she's a very young player as well and uh, just from what I saw from her from last year, she's just full of promise and with the way she dispatched... uh, uh, who was it she was playing? She was playing uh, Zidansic, where she beat her 6-1, 6-1, which was with ease. And then the match against Sariba. Uh, Zidansic was someone who, who knocked out some good players prior, right? Yeah, yeah, as well. Zidansic knocked out Leila Fernandez, who, yeah. who thought was going to be... And then in the round before, she knocked out... Uh, Jen Brady. Yeah, so this is the Zidansic she beat. Zidansic yeah, who knocked out two of, the, two of the top players in the draw, in theory. Yeah. And this Kostiuk against uh, Cerebez Tormo, she just uh, she looked great. And she even when she went on the back foot as well, she really, really uh, turned out. She, see the here, look, this is the scoreline here. She lost the first set, six love. And I thought, oh my God, I've just tipped this girl. <laughs> <laughs> Typical GTL curse. You know? <laughs> just said that she's the one to watch. And now she's just lost six love. But then I watched her come back and literally it was a different player. And this is the sort of stock she's made from. And uh, Cerebus Tormo was having a great tournament. Yeah. And she looked really good as well. But yeah, she did. Kost- Kostiuk, she just has like another gear that she goes into. She's a very gritty player. And she, she just goes for a lot of stuff. She was going for much more than uh, Cerebus Tormo. Her backhand, like a sort of inside-out backhand, really flat. She was hitting down the line a lot. She was really just trying to finish points early. And that's what got her the win there. She really changed it up in the second set. And it was a bit more of a fight in the third, but yeah, really great performance from her, and really close match against uh, Kudamentova as well. No, let's let's talk about her because that was an epic match. I know Mary there yeah. in the chat saying uh, uh, Veronica is such a fighter. Yeah, I mean, well, that was Jackie's a, a big fan as well. Kudamentova's one to watch, and she's getting a lot of um, people singing her praise, and and rightly so because she's a top player. 
Um, I was looking at her form even before this tournament, like yeah. recently. And she's, some of the matches she lost, they were in close third sets. I think at Mertens, maybe in Ezarenko. There was like some top informed players who beat her and it was in three sets. So maybe yeah. we've not been, she's sort of been going under the radar. So they're one of them players who are do, is doing well. Uh, yeah. Been a bit unlucky in a few matches. So you don't really see her in the in the latter stages of tournaments, but still has a good game and been playing well. I think she is someone a bit like that. Um so she's won 12 of her last 14 matches so yeah. that just goes to show the form she's in all on hard yeah, right, yeah. as well uh, she's only lost uh, to Jen Brady and Elise Mertens Elise Mertens yeah yeah that's yeah, yeah yeah so yeah you're right not Azarenka it was them too yeah. yeah two very very good players though two players at the back end of last year who have super super consistent so yeah she's she is going to be one of these players I think people do they have to keep an eye on her because uh, she's not like as young as some of the others, but she's only 23. So sure. she's still a lot of growth there uh, in her. And she showed a lot of uh, grit and determination against Kostyuk today, uh, even though it was a bit of a back, back and forth match. Seemed that neither player wanted to win it. There's a lot of breaks to serve. And yeah. I think when she managed to grind out that first set, uh, she took a lead early. I think it was like a she was up a break early in the second. And then Kostyuk came back and then... She still managed to grind it out, and at the end of that, she just has very, very. Uh, I don't want to say keep saying that these have a lot of grit and determination, but she, she, she was showing the same similar thing to Kostyuk. Kostyuk tries yeah. to shorten the points. She tries to. Uh, She's a mentally a really strong player, I feel, and that's why yeah. I think she can go far because on the women's tour, you can see often that some sets can be very much. 50-50 in terms of like one minute one player's playing brilliant, the next minute another player's playing brilliant. Yep. With that strong mental side of her game, it enabled her to sort of put the odds in her favour and be a bit more consistent, I feel, throughout the match rather than just in spells. So, yeah, it certainly bodes well for her in the final. And I think that leads on nicely just to give our final roundup of it, of the big final, which will be Sabalenka versus Kudamatava. And I don't know if you knew this, Ben, the stakes are super high. Uh, thanks for this, Nat. It's really, really useful sending this in. And he's saying if Kudamatava wins, she will be seeded at the Australian Open. And if Sabalenka yeah. wins, she rises to a career high ranking of number seven, which wow. is which is a good seed to have at the Australian Open. Obviously, number seven means Super you will, good. in theory, get a, a more favourable draw. So yes. it's going to be... It, the stakes are super high for both players, which adds an element of pressure to the, to the match. But I think that's what it needs. I want. I want to start. I don't want to have that early season uh, feeling where players are warming up and it doesn't really have too much of a meaning to it. This means the, a lot, and um, I think that could make it more of a fifty-fifty than what I would have thought it would be. Because if if I was being completely honest and frank, I see nothing other than a straight sets uh, Sabalenka <laughs> win. Yeah, I mean, I've said it once already. Uh, I'm probably going to repeat myself. I'm, I find it hard to go against her, despite these are probably the two best hard court form players on the women's uh, tour going in the final against each other. So I, I think this is the right final, really, at yep. the end of all of this. I agree, yeah. And, I think it's uh, a good final to have. And the fact that they've never played each other before makes it even more interesting. So, and the fact that there's so much at stake as well, obviously. Yeah. Both players are going to be desperate desperate to win, to take this trophy um we've also got a regular back in the chat here we have ken lee he's work kept me it's a bit late <laughs> it's not another haircut was it 
<laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just reading here. Sorry, I know that they've not met on uh, in the that sort of main draw type uh, before. But apparently, they've played once in ITF, but I don't think we can count this six years ago. And uh, Sabalenka won that one, but I don't uh, think I'm gonna. That's gonna change anything here. I'm gonna go with uh, Sabalenka. Is gonna be. Uh, I've got her in my bracket from the start, so I'm sticking with it. Sabalenka to win it, and uh, I think she's she does it convincingly again. I think she does it straight sets. Gosh, that's crazy. I think only because there's so much at stake, Kuda Matava's going to have to... She's going to bring that extra gear. She's so mentally stable. That's why I'm going to go for uh, a Sabalenka win, but in three sets. So both of my finals so far have got to go in three sets, so... Yeah, you perfect, just want that, the perfect finals. You just want that extra long watch along. That's all you want. I can see <laughs> I don't it. Know, I've got work. I, know, I, can't, I can't do too long. Well, anyway, but yeah. <laughs> Let's have a little look at the leaderboard and see how that's getting on. Yeah. Um, James. Oh, not sure where Ben's gone now. That's weird. Well, we'll just give him a moment. I'm sorry, he'll join back any second. <laughs> oh, here he is. Where'd you go? I, I just went to skip pages and I just left the uh, stream. So <laughs> I, I was just talking. You all left the... I reckon that'll be quite funny if you just clip me out afterwards. Like, oh, <laughs> I, did, all I, I just tried to move my mouse onto the other screen and it did. On, on, the, on the Mac, it does like, if you do like a double finger sweep. It oh, just, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, It, it does a bounce. Yeah, so unfortunately, yeah, apologies for that. I just dipped out for a sec. So No worries. Just quickly, while you're getting all the screens back up, I'll go for some of the chat here. Uh, Mary Sky saying, oh, I'm so pumped about this final. Well, hopefully you can join us for the live watch along tomorrow, early in the morning. We're going to be both very tired, but very enthusiastic. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Thomas Rock there. Cheers for the super chat, mate. Obviously, he's number one right now in the top hey. two. We updated them. The and uh, he's only just securing that position. Mr. Rock with his new tennis racket as well. Um, we'll have to put a picture up uh, when we get one on the on here. We'll have to share it. It's a nice racket he's got. Yeah, definitely is. Uh, yeah, really a great one now. I can't wait to see it in action, really. Maybe we'll get I said. It. I want to see some aces thundering down with it. <laughs> yeah, for John sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right, let's have a quick look. Sorry, yeah, I've... The screen share thing's gone now. Right, here we go. Let's get this in. We can have a look at how we're doing in this one. Oh, I'll bring the numbers up so you can see. Yeah, Davo, we're just going. We'll go on to the Delray Beach after this one. So this is the final one. If you want to wind back to the beginning of the video, we did Antler. Now we're doing the WTA, and then we're going to finish off with uh, Delray Beach. And there's some big news over in Delray because we've got our first finalist, Ben. Uh, we got our second finalist, haven't we? Or was it the first one? First one, we've got oh, uh, yeah. James saying Hercas into the final. So That's he correct. won. And then the next That's one good. up. And then we're going to have the winner of Nori versus Corder. But we'll get That's onto that in a minute. Just updating it. you guys. Hercas now is into the final. So Big Al leading the way here on the WTA. we got Team Gross. And look at Jax is up there again. Look at her go. She's flying on these first Not just ones. And also Thomas Rock as well. Harry Carrillo yeah. right there in the wings. Wow, look at these oh, Mary guys. Sky there in the chat. A few of the chat people are there. Yeah, look Betty at Swallows. There she is. I'm there. Yeah, look at that. Tenth, mate. I'm, I'm sort of up there. Yeah, Ben's, Ben's not doing too bad. I don't That's think you can move up nah. any more than that, though, is it? That's him. He's fixed mid-table. I think Big Al's got it. Uh, unless 
we see uh Kudamentavum win and then we might see somebody else take uh take that top spot. So let's see how it would work. So Big Al has who does he have to win? Has, we just went through Big Al's and it was Sabalenka. Okay, so win. he's got Sabalenka. So if Sabalenka wins, he's nailed on champion. Yeah. If and then, uh Team Groves has got Sabalenka, Sabalenka as well. I think so it's gonna be tough. Groves to can't win. <laughs> Jack. Do we have anyone who's got Kudamatava? Sabalenka for no. Jack. It looks like to me we can probably already announce the winner there. And it looks like for me that Big Al is the champion, unless there is a Kuda Matava anywhere. Which we don't Harry, know. Harry Carrillo, have we got a Sabalenka? Yeah, yeah, of course we have. We can't go through all Let us know in the chat. If anyone's got a Kuda Matava, you're in for a shot of winning. But if not, I'm going to assume everyone's probably got Sabalenka. And in that case, if that is the case, Big Al wins. I'll so check. Big Al will be the GTL winner for this tournament. And out of me and Ben, the winner is going to be Ben. So Ben cleaned me on this one. And he oh. is the expert so oh. far on the WTA side. Which makes a change because that doesn't normally happen, does it? <laughs> <laughs> no, you do all right, mate. You do all right on the WTA stuff. Yeah, but Anyway, let's go on to the final one, which is Sunny Delray Beach. Ooh, it's the Del evening Ray. session. It's the one we don't know the secure final yet because we've got an exciting match. And for me, if I had to rank the three tournaments right now, I'd have the WTA as the best quality of tennis and then Delray. I think Anthony has been the bottom tier tennis for me, which I'm a bit surprised. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Delray has been super exciting. I'm going to give a quick shout out straight away to my boy Corda, already beating John Isner. And I called that one as well. Um, I'm so happy with that. I know Ken as well is over the moon and he's saying Corda <laughs> for the championship. And wow. Mate, could he do it? Could he do it? But I'm jumping the gun as I always do. Let's go through some of the, the previous results. Here's yours. I've got your back up this time, JG. We can uh, have a little look through of uh, some of your handiwork here down the bottom of the bracket. Yeah, uh, well, I'm glad you're starting at the bottom because the top's not a very pretty start. <laughs> That's why I did it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we got corded there. So should we just, uh, who do you want to speak about first? I know they obviously beat uh, Tommy Paul. But this John Isner match, uh, I obviously gave John Isner the the my heads up to go through that because I thought the big serve was going to be too much. Yep. Corda, no trouble for him, was it? Well, no. I'll talk about it, but if you don't mind, do you mind getting up some of the statistics from that match? I think that's a really yeah, important thing to do. But what I can say from my assumption and my summary of it was that Corda was just too able to neutralise the John Isner serve. And John Isner's serve was not popping like it usually was, all due, due to the masterclass. I would call it, in returning. Corda literally gave out a masterclass of returning John Isner's serve, and it was just beautiful to see. Um, he was just so solid and so brilliant. Obviously, in the round before beating Tommy Paul, some of them shots were just exquisite. Yeah, let and me bring... Following up with Isner was just so good. I'll see if I can bring this up for you, mate. And then everyone, can have, a, everyone can have a little look at uh, some of these uh, stats. Sorry, I'll put that one away. And then... Corda is now. Let's bring that up so that everyone can have a look at that. Right. So as you can see there, oh, bring that down a bit. Is that yeah. that too small for you? You're right. Uh, kind of, mate. But you go for it. You read it. I trust your numbers. All right. <laughs> yeah. So as you can see there, uh, it's a bit crazy double faults though, isn't it? There's been a lot of double faults in these first tournaments back. I'm not not that surprising, I have to say. But the first serve percentage points won from quarter there. And you look at that, the difference between him and Big John. <laughs> yeah, uh, 82% to 65% for uh, John Isner, which uh, that's a bit... And not just that, also just leaving John Isner only 13 aces in the in the 
in the match is actually really good. You'd think most players that's not very good, but John Isner playing him only only leaving him with thirteen thing over three sets is actually really impressive. Yeah, exactly. Uh, do you have a look, look down there? Any other statistics? I mean, he's sort of leading on all the stats, isn't he? Uh, you second well, look at the return point. stats. The return stats are crazy. Return stats there. Yeah, returns, return. Return stats: thirty-five percent, twenty-one out of sixty against eighteen percent. Look at that, and John Isner not having any luck against the uh, quarter serve there. The first, yeah, the first serves, uh, or the second really. Twenty-eight percent, no. really not that great, and only converted one of six break points. So. Not really the best uh, day at the office for John Isner, and he would have been expected to win that match as well. So, well, I think the even bigger thing for John is that he's not going to the Australian Open now. Um, yeah. He's unhappy about the whole fact that you're not allowed to bring your family there. I know Roger Federer uh, feels similarly about it. he's not going due to the, the injury problem, but I think it's not just that. I heard also another report coming out saying um, he would never go without his family anyway. Um, yeah, which is kind of fair enough. I know F- Roger goes everywhere with his family. John is no, he's using that as an excuse. But is it really that, or is it all the whole fact, the regulation, all the mask wearing, all the other stuff what goes with it? Does he want to comply to that? Because he's already been quite vocal on Twitter about his attitude towards it all. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think we're going to get on to some of that probably at the top of the bracket because there's another player who shares some of the similar views, and that's the um, I don't know. I don't. I, Probably, I don't want to start with a negative with him, but I feel like if I get to talk about the negative and get out of the way, it's probably the best thing to do. So we've got there a bit of a shock, really, but Christian Harrison, yeah. 700 in the world guy. I'll be entirely honest, didn't know much about him at all until I knew his brother. I think his brother's a bit higher ranked. Didn't know much about Ryan. him at all before this tournament. He's gone and beat Garin. He's then gone and beat uh, Mega. Um, and then after that, it was her. Who did he beat after that? What's that? He beat, uh, he's beat mate. He hasn't, he's up against her. No, then he lost, then he lost yeah. to her cash, but he had a good run in the tournament. But this whole thing of not doing the, he refused to do the interview after the second round yeah. because he was told to wear a mask and then he got fined for not doing it. Mm. Just wear a mask, honestly. It's so stupid. I know, I understand what his reasoning was the fact that he's not going to give off COVID if there's just one person standing miles away and no one really around him. Yeah. But it's the whole fact that you're, you're a role model as a tennis player. And yep. there's loads of people who will be watching it. So people will look up to a tennis player on the TV, especially tennis fans across the world, younger people, or even anyone, to be honest. So just do the right thing. And if it's the rules, just follow them. What's your big problem with wearing a mask? I feel like he's just an anti-masker. I think he's trying to cover it up a little bit. And for me, as a person, I'm not a big fan of him. But his tennis, you've got to, you've got to applaud because he's been playing yeah. phenomenally well this tournament. And I did not expect him to go all the way to the, the was it the semi-final quarter-finals uh, quarter uh, no semi, it was semi-finals wasn't it Semis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah semi-finals apologies yeah yeah to get to the semi-finals but being 789th in the world uh, and coming up against somebody who's uh, what's her coach top 20 Mate, just wear a mask though what is all this nonsense <laughs> I've had enough of it it's so <laughs> stupid you see a lot of people in America just doing all these things, not even in America, it's all over the world. You get these anti-mask wearers, just wear a mask. It's probably an anti-vaxxer as well, you never know. <laughs> if you just don't, if, I just don't understand anything. I mean, it's crazy enough what's going on in the UK, and then I see what's going on in America, and it's even more crazy. So I think that we're, everyone's struggling to get a lid on it or put a lid on it, and uh, just it's not helping matters. Everybody just comply. Hopefully we can get over it. 
So yeah, exactly. we want to get back to tournaments. But, but yeah, we had somebody in the uh, in the. So comments. anyway, he went out, and I'm actually kind of pleased he went out because I just it, it's really put a sour uh, taste in my mouth for him now. I view him in a bad way already. And I just don't well, want to because his tennis has been all right. And he's doing well in the doubles as well, him and his brother. I think they're in the final, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah, they're doing very well. Putting a sour taste in your mouth, similar to when uh, Sebastian Corder got an autograph off Rafael Nadal, if I remember rightly. And uh, his career was over after that match. <laughs> I didn't say that, Ben. I never said that. I just didn't like that either. I thought it was a bit too much, just my opinion on it. I love Corder as a player. I think he's phenomenal. Um, being a fanboy over that, I think it's just a bit cringe. You're a tennis player. You're a fellow professional. But let's not talk about that. Let's talk about the positive of Corder because he's just a, he is just next level. And it's going to set up a really interesting one. Um, we'll touch on Manorino there. He obviously lost to Cam Norrie. And yeah. did we did we miss a big trick here? Cam Norrie grew up playing college um, tennis. Yeah. was really good in college tennis, so he's used to the conditions. Um, he's kind of like a homegrown player in a way. I know he's British, but he's played over in America for so many years, and that's where he sort of built his career. So this tournament, in theory, is perfect for him. I remember last year, he come very close. I think it was maybe a semi-final appearance as well. Yeah. Um, only, I think it was Nishioka or some, someone beat, knocked him out. So he did very well last year as well here. And why did we not anticipate Cam Norris to do a lot better? But maybe that's just hindsight. I thought Manorino had too much for him, but wasn't to be. Cam Norrie then followed up with a bagel against your man, TFO. I know. I thought TFO was going to go all the way in this tournament. Uh, yeah, wrote off Cam Norrie a little bit. Uh, I didn't expect him. He sometimes turns up, sometimes doesn't. You don't know which Cam Norrie is going to uh, show up. And uh, maybe he's just done something good in the off-season. He's been just training pretty hard. And he's come back, hit the ground running. Looks really good. I think it's going to be a real close match against Sebastian Corder, to be honest. I think it could go to three sets again. Well, that so. is the other spot in the final up for grabs. Obviously, the one we don't know. I'm not sure when it's starting. I think probably any time soon. Tomorrow morning, I think. Maybe tomorrow morning, a few hours' time. 1 a.m. Uh, we've got uh, Ken in the chat saying Corder is 20 years old. So he's super young, just as a reminder. Um, what do you see that one going to? It's going to be like, I know you said it was close, but who do you see, who do you see winning and joining? Um, who's the other finalist? Name's gone. What's that? I mean, who's the other finest? It's uh oh my god, Herkash. She's just gone through. Yeah, and joining uh, yeah. Herkash in the final. Yeah, Who yeah. Who do you see doing that? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's really tough. I would. I just don't. It's it's really tough on both respects because I don't want to write off Cam Norrie again and then him prove me wrong again. And he's British as well. But then again, Sebastian Corder just beat John Isner. It's a real toss-up for me, this one. I think it's going to go to three. I think we could see a fast start from uh, Cam Norrie again. I reckon Corder takes the second set. And then the third set, I think we're going to go all the way. I think Corder just grabs it. I reckon he grabs a break just at the end of the uh, third set and then takes it. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you, but it's more, I just love, I'm kind of really getting wrapped up in this Corder love. I might have been a bit harsh for him back in that Rafa thing, but I do. I am. <laughs> I am really warming to his style of play because he is really exciting to watch. Twenty years old, he can do it on on clay as well. We've seen him in the French Open. Yes, um, he's definitely one to watch for the future. And he's for me one of the most exciting young American tennis players. 
I know there's a young, there's a whole host of uh, players, but for me, he's the most exciting for yep. sure. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens there. Let's say for the final, who do you see winning? And I actually don't think it's going to be Herkaz as well as he's as well as he's done so far. Obviously, winning again today and reaching the final. I think whoever wins out of Nori or Corda will beat Herkaz in the final. Yeah, be crazy. There's part of me that doesn't want Herkash to win the final. I sort of want the other, to, the winner to come yeah, from the bottom maybe it's, maybe it's more that then than anything because Herkash has been playing brilliant. I know we've got Lin Jiang there in the chat saying Herkash will win Delaware Beach. Yeah, well, he's, he's going to be the favourite, that's for sure. Uh, he hasn't had... I mean, if you really like... Let's, let's just go back and look through his draw. He had a bye. He had Galan Riveros. He had Robert Kiros. And he's had Chris Harrison. So yeah. if you look at that run to the to the final, it couldn't really get better for you. On paper, it? on paper, he's had a really easy draw. You'd have well, to you'd have to agree with that. Well, look at this, like Galan Riveros. I think he's what one forty in the world. I think you've got Kiros is probably two hundred or something, or in one hundred yeah. to two hundred, and then you've got seven hundred eighty ninth in the world. Yeah. So you've got challenger. Or ITF really tournament yeah. all the way up until the final, really. So yeah, no, I agreed, mate. And that's why I'm not sure if he's going to be at the same level as say a Corder or a Norrie, who's played the likes of a TFO and a John Isner, who's already had that warm up and practice, and they've yeah. they've already got a bit of momentum. I feel going into the final, and that's why either of them, whoever gets through, will I think be the eventual champion. And if you want to join us for that, we will be doing a live watch along. It's going to be later on in the evening. Uh, probably a bit earlier than what it is now. I think it'll be about eight o'clock in the UK. So like four yeah. hours before what it is now tomorrow. Um, but just check wherever you are watching and what, what time it's going to be on. We're definitely going to be aiming to do a live watch long for Delray Beach final. And I'm hoping for a Corda Hercas final and Corda to beat him uh, in, in three sets. All of mine are three yeah. sets. I didn't realise. But yeah. You're going for extra long matches all, all the time. <laughs> But we'll just see if he can follow in his father's footsteps as well, Corder. That would be a really interesting thing. His father had 10 uh, titles, uh, Petra Corder. I'm not sure if that's the correct pronunciation. He obviously is an Australian Open champion, French Open finalist. Would be great if he could kickstart his career this early at the age of 20 and get his first ATP title. And, uh, yeah, you might see a big year from him if he manages to get one under his belt this early. Yeah. That's what no, I think. agreed, mate. Cordos, he's just phenomenal. And then we'll see what, we'll see what how he gets on. Um, what, was, what did I see here? Nat was saying, based on rankings, he would win, but Corder has been beating people way above his level. Um, and based off that, I'm hoping he has that extra gear and is able to go all the way. Uh, I think Lin Jiang's there asking, can you do Delray Beach Open Final? Yes, we are going to try our best to do that. Yeah, we'll be doing that one. We'll be doing uh, the WTA Final in Abu Dhabi in the morning. <laughs> Probably have to go straight to bed after this, I think. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. We'll be doing the other one in the evening. We'll have a long, long gap where I'll probably just be doing some decorating and painting and stuff. <laughs> and, uh, and I'll be working. Yeah, I took the day off for the uh, for the matches and there's only a match in the morning and the evening. But uh, yeah, it's all right. I've got lots to do at home, so it's fine. Get, those, get a lick of paint on those walls. 
Right, let's just have a look who's winning the bracket over in uh, Delray Beach. As you can see here, we've got Julian Arge, uh, 2006 there at the top. Interesting. Um, we've got a solid number one competitor on this one. Uh, yeah, doing very well. It looks like for me, well, we'd have to see who's, who he's got. So who's Julian got? Uh, yeah, let's have a quick look. So we've got Herkaj to win and Herkaj Nori final as well. Wow, Gosh. what cool that is. Amazing. So if Herkaj wins, it'll be fair to say that he is the champion of the bracket and rightfully so because he predicted the final and the eventual winner. Yeah, that's if Nori goes through. But yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, so... sorry. Yeah, <laughs> he predicted a potential final. <laughs> You've written Corder off already. Uh, yeah, DJJ. Yeah. Uh, had TFO the same as me. Uh, yeah, yeah that's Davor, isn't it? Davor Jovic, if yeah. you're still listening. He has he had TFO, so he cannot win. We've got Melez up here. Melez is a flying uh, high. You skip Shaddai. The same, the same. We've got Shaddai and Melez. Let's have a look at both of them. Isner to win for Shaddai. That's not happening, obviously. Yep. And then we'll have a quick look at Melez. Query. Oh, well, we had Corder, though. We had Corder in the Corder final, final, so there's still potential there to get a few more points there. But if Hercash wins the whole thing, we know who's going to win. Yeah. That's going to be Julian Arge, potentially. So really, Julian's the main guy in it. There's probably a few below. I don't know if you get how many points. Could Mary potentially win, so? Um, it's hard to see, but it looks like, for me, Julian has um, has a really good chance of winning. He just needs her, Hubert Hercaz, and he is he is there. Yeah, and there you go, JG there in tenth, uh, level with Mikey Matter and uh, Lynn sucks. And uh, I don't, I'm, mate. Twenty. I bet you wish you this one didn't get saved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only the WTA I'm entering next time. <laughs> Let's hope he's down the bottom. Oh, there's Big Al. Big Al's not so good on this one. Oh, the winner yeah, on the other. And Jack's taking a tumble. She's just uh, put all of her focus into the other brackets by the looks of it uh, because though she's flying high in the other ones. And um, who's at the bottom? None other than... I obviously was, know my tennis. Bunkhoots as well. What's Bunkhoots doing? Yeah, he's at the top of the other one. Let's <laughs> have a look at uh, Noah Rubin to win. Oh, boy, there's a lot of red in there. Had Ryan Harrison to be doing the business rather than his brother by the looks of it. Picked the wrong Harrison. JC Aragon to make it a JC Aragon Noah Rubin final. Well, that's a very far fetched, I have to say, with all the people that were in this tournament. Yeah, well, I'm not going to spend too long on that one. <laughs> anyway, let's. Uh, did you want to go through? I know that you set up this uh, new little bits and bobs for. Uh... Yeah, go for it now, mate. We'll do that and then we'll wrap it up. I think yeah. we've been speaking almost an hour. Uh, we've got to get to sleep because we've got an early one tomorrow morning doing the WTA final. I'm just hoping I wake up in time. Yeah, you've been using your Excel skills, I've, uh, I hear. Yeah, well, so... don't look at the Excel. It's pretty <laughs> terrible. But, uh, it'll do for now. We'll make it yeah. better with time. That's it. So here right. we are. This is the 2021 ATP season. Uh, we've got the WTA on the other tab. So these are oh, the tournaments nice. we've had so far. And... The eight Antel Open, the winner at me and Ben was me. We yeah. have the GTL fan winner. That's undecided, I believe. I think, no, what's the one? What is decided, Ben? We've got one of the winners already. Big Al won, I think. This one. Is Big Al won already? I think Big Al won the WTA. Or one, he well, won one of them. Well, let's just wait until it's all finished and then we'll, we'll wait for it all to finish. Then we'll be updating the GTL winner. And for the, you guys who don't know, what we'll be doing is we'll be having whoever's won the most 
out of all of you guys at the end of the year will be giving a prize away. So there's a bit of incentive here for you guys. It doesn't cost anything to enter. It's completely free and you will get a prize to the winner of the of whoever's had the, as many, really, and probably a forfeit between me and Ben, whoever loses. <laughs> I'm just breaking that to Ben now. Yeah. So far <laughs> on the ATV side, it's too nil to me and we've not got the GTL fan winners, but we'll update that after the finals tomorrow. You can see there we've also got two tournaments in Melbourne coming up, uh, Murray River, and I can't read it, Ben. What does it say? What's that? A Great Ocean Road Open. Basically two Mel- Melbourne tournaments, ATP Cup, the big one, and then obviously even big Australian Open. That one, So yeah. we've got that there. Looking at the WTA side. Yeah, I mean, I was uh, saying to uh, JG as well, I think that we're going to be throwing in Maybe every month or every every couple of months, maybe we'll pick a tournament at random where we'll try and give away some GTL merch when we've got the GTL merch up and running. We're going to get that up and running and then we're going to select a tournament at random and hopefully that gives everyone more incentive to get involved. So, yeah, we have a look here. Oh, look, look who's winning over on the WTA side. That's good. Uh, I'm I'm leading the way there. That's great. And oh got- yeah, Ben's doing well on this one. Then we've got another <laughs> few tournaments coming up before Australian Open. So hopefully I can claw one of them back at least. Um, but we'll see how it does. Ben rightfully champion of the Abu Dhabi, so he started that season strong. Yeah. Um, so exactly. we've got. It's going to be quite fun. We're just going to keep a track of it, and then next year we can see who won the each tournament and see how they're getting on the following year. Exactly right, mate. Exactly right. It's always good to see how everybody else is getting on as well not just me and jg we want to see who's winning and who is just that great predictor of uh these tennis uh brackets it's very interesting we also need to work out if it is a draw how are we going to settle it for the gtl fan of the year based off results that's going to be a bit of a tricky one to do yeah Uh, i'm sure we'll work out a way maybe we'll go on percentage of correct or something or they'll have to have a fight or something like that no, yeah. no, no, they'll have to have a tennis match. They meet up and uh, have a match. No, uh, there'll have to be some way. We'll devise a way anyway. We've got plenty of time left until the end of the year for, for that to uh, take place. But yeah, that's pretty exciting. I'm excited. I'm annoyed that I missed the whole tournament and I lost one by default, but feel like Djokovic a little bit from the US Open. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. you get so many tournaments you're, I'm sure you can make it up uh, you'll probably be beating me by the end of it let's hope so. um, but anyway let's wrap it up there the final thing I did want to talk about was obviously Australian Open qualifiers we're not going to be talking about them now we're going to do a round up after they've all done see who's qualified but the one thing I can say is Alcaraz is through to the final stage Come so on. that's good news uh, a few other exciting players we'll get on to that and on the women's side something I do want to talk about I know Mike's just brought it up in the chat and that is the Francesca Jones story uh, it's really fascinating, extremely um, motivational, I think, for her to be doing so well. Obviously, she's a British player and she's just doing incredibly. She's through to, I think, the final stage of qualifying. And for yeah. those who don't know, she's um, she has six fingers and seven toes. So her story is a very fascinating one. A lot of play people writ her off saying she's unable to ever play tennis. She has a different grip altogether for a tennis racket. Um, it's a lighter racket as well and she's honestly beating all these players and doing phenomenal so I want to give a big shout out to Francesca Jones on this podcast because she is a motivational person right now and I'm going to be cheering her on all the way Um, in a year 2020 wasn't great 2021's not started great 
But it's nice to have some really positive, great news coming out of early in 2021, just to lift the mood a bit. And I'm certainly, like I said, cheering her on. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's so nice to, yeah, like you said, positive stuff coming out of the UK as well. Like, how often does that happen? Especially when tennis is concerned. I mean, well, yeah, you've got to just, uh, fingers crossed, obviously, that everything just keeps going so well. I don't want to put any GTL (laughs) curses on anyone, mate. I feel bad when we talk about anybody on here. I'm uh, not sure if that's a good choice of words. That's what I'm I'm saying. I mean, I think, <laughs> for God's sakes, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no pun intended. Uh, yeah, I just want to, yeah, because I've sent Hwessler a message saying, well done for going through the first round of qualifying, and he said, thanks a lot. Then he went out the next round. So I'm, I'm, I'm holding yeah, don't back. Message, don't message Francesca. Let's just hope she can do it. <laughs> I'm literally holding back my uh, messages of congratulations until they make it into the tournament proper. Otherwise, uh, yeah, I won't forgive myself if I'm taking, I'm robbing someone of their uh, eventual uh, victory and getting into these tournaments. But yeah, it's been yeah, pretty- it's a nice, nice, nice note to end the podcast. Really, I thought it's good to, to touch on it, and we'll we'll do an update. See, hopefully, how she's got through, and obviously, so many other exciting players, Aslan Kratsev as well, another one who's just phenomenal right now on, is, on top form uh, i was just gonna say who uh who's she playing who's she i'm just gonna have a quick look at that now just so that we can uh let's just give her give her a due give her a 15 minutes or whatever they, yeah, they yeah. call it let's have a just quick look i'm just gonna bring up her uh head to head of who she's gonna be playing in the final round of the uh qualifying which is incredible so here we go she's gonna be playing bring this one up there we go. So this is who she's playing in the final round. We've got Lou. She's going to be playing. Oh, that's going to be tough. And that's Has he uh, played Lou before. It's a. Uh, I don't believe so. No, she is the favourite as well in this. If you see there, oh, see her there at the bottom. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's going in as the one point four four favourite. Yeah, I, I generally really believe in her. I think she can do it. Um, she's good. She's a good hardcore player, uh, Lou seems but I, I, I just believe in her I just really think she's got something really special about the way she plays I know I was reading a story was posted today and she says her key to her success so far is her mentally strong like how strong she is like she never knows when she's lost like she will never give right. up and wow. she's just got such a fight on the court where she gives everything so many people have told her she's never ever going to be able to play tennis she's never ever going to be able to compete um with the very unfortunate uh, disease she's got. But honestly, I generally believe she's going to do it because she is a warrior and she's already proven she's beaten two qualifiers. With Nicolescu Nicolescu is a really good player as well. She's the one that we always talk about who has the famous slice forehand that she uses nearly every shot and uh, doesn't have any topspin on that side, but grinds out amazing victories all the time. But yeah, to beat her in straight sets is incredible. She beat Fett, who's uh, another player in and around the 200 mark. This is another step up in Lou, but Lou's uh, done pretty well recently, to be fair. She only lost to Kostyuk in three. Yeah. She, uh, she beat Shinikova, uh, uh, Bulgarian. Uh, yeah, she did well there and won straight sets on both her matches. But doesn't matter. Come on. We're going to will with the will of GTL. Everybody. Here in the chat and everybody watching, we're going to be willing 
Jones through into the Australian Open main draw. Come on, let's do it, Francesca. Yeah, and today there, obviously, well done, doing very well in the in the group as well. Saying I'm addicted to check the GTL league. Hopefully, you all are. Let's let's do it. It's fun. It's good fun. Bit of competition. Uh, it makes watching tennis even a bit sweeter, especially if your person's doing well and uh, you're top of the leaderboard. But exactly. yeah, speaking for over an hour, we've definitely got to get to sleep. We've got a long, long day tomorrow. We'll be doing the WTA final in the morning for a watch along and then we'll be ending the evening time with uh, Delray Beach final. So hopefully you can all join us for that. And yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, we will do indeed. Take it easy, guys. Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.